Hello, and welcome to Music with Mom. I'm Patricia, and I'm a musician. Hi, I'm Colleen. I'm her mom. I'm not a musician, but um, I have a lot of questions, so let's talk about it, Patty. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I know what your question for today is, but do you want to tell the listeners? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about the mood of music because I think sometimes it's, I'm so much more into the lyrics of songs. Really, I just listen to rock and roll and the lyrics help me process feelings and stuff. But then also I was going to ask you, what about the tune? Because I think I heard something about major and minor scales and like, I just wonder how do musicians get the mood across with songs so well and the lyrics compared to the tune. But before we do that, Patty, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I um, got some of the sweetest responses from our Mother's Day episode. So I wanted to thank people for that because our listeners are really so positive and encouraging. Thanks. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. for tuning back in for our return listeners. <laughs> but it wasn't all positive. Okay. So our collab... Um, our collab episode? Yeah. Uh, I caught a little flack about that, about uh, my Cher fandom. Because I guess some <laughs> listeners consider Sonny and Cher kind of like overrated or sellouts. And I don't know. People are so arrogant sometimes to say that about others. I feel like <laughs> when someone calls someone else overrated, I'm like, who are you? Anyway, um, <laughs> I just wanted to remind people, but back then there was no MTV, there was no YouTube. That's really how we, um, from late night TV and variety shows like Saturday Night Live and obviously Ed Sullivan, that's how we saw all these great performances. It's fun to defend myself too. And maybe we can take a look at our new one. So I was inspired because I feel like, complete baby about the weather you know usually (laughs) I have my life pretty together I'm a strong independent person but you know we all have our weaknesses and mine's weather right and and where I live um in the month of June it's gloomy yeah if the sun doesn't come out like sometimes till like the middle of the afternoon sometimes (laughs) I swear the other day the sun didn't come out until sunset and I'm like excuse me (laughs) That's a very small window. Yeah. That's what I'm complaining about. I see. So, yeah, it's kind of a princess in the pea kind of thing. My life is really super great, but my pea is the weather. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's a good inspiration for this. So we're going to talk about, I think, mostly sad songs. That's what I looked the most or thought the most about, I guess. I looked at some songs that you suggested that you were wondering what made them so sad. And I was thinking about major and minor. And I remember our major and minor episode from like way in the beginning, it's like our third episode or something, where Uh I told you about a little bit more like a technical difference between major and minor. So if you want to hear that episode, you can go back and listen. But I think... Some of that stuff went right over my head, to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you Exactly, exactly. So I feel like... It's not super helpful to describe that again, but I just want to talk about a few different elements of music that can make a song portray a specific mood. So one of them is the tonality like that. So that's the big word we use for like the key that something is in. 
like which notes okay. are in it, it's tonality. And um, something else definitely that I think when I looked it up, I wanted to just see what like the like the internet thought because um, <laughs> I like seeing like the not music school explanations for stuff. Um, a lot of people just talked about the lyrics, saying that like if the lyrics are relatable and if they like make you think of a specific thing, then it'll really get you in make you sad or make you angry or make you happy if those lyrics like really reflect something that happened in your life and i think the lyrics combine with whether it's major or minor whether it's fast or slow so that's called tempo music whether something is fast or slow um those i think we can focus on those three things today those three things i think oh, really excellent. what tonality tempo what was the other one there were three lyrics. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so we can yeah. think of how the song sounds, um, like what notes they use. So that can be the tonality, what notes they use. And then also how if it's fast or slow. And you can also listen to the lyrics. And I think if you combine those, it really helps get the mood across. Do you want, do you want to hear my list now? Um, yeah, sure. Because I think one of the ones I looked at was on your list. These are all like lyrics. As I mentioned at the beginning, I'm like a big lyric person and I use them for like emotional health to process feelings and to just kind of obsess over things and I just really like to lament sometimes I'm not sure why but so I have a couple of third eye blind songs oh do you know that band yeah sure and um so like they're serious lyrics but then it seems like a happy tune so, like, you know that song Jumper? Maybe you can play parts of these songs mm -hmm. for them. But I think we so played part song, of Jumper in a different episode, too. Oh, did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to sing along to that song. And how about um, Semi-Charmed Life? Everybody likes to sing along to that song, too. But it's really about, uh, like, crystal meth, and, which, as you well know, is, like, the scariest drug to me in all. Mm-hmm. Swear and promise me that you'll never do crystal meth. Yes. Never do crystal meth. Yeah. So anyway, that's <laughs> what that song's about. But everybody sings along that in a cheery, it has like a cheery tone. So I picked those two because I'm a little confused about, um, you know, the tonality, I guess is the word. I yeah. And the lyrics. But then the saddest song of all, I think, is I Miss You by Blink-182. I Miss I You by Blink-182. What's that? Sorry, Bean keeps playing with toys. Um, and it's like loud. I think the saddest song of all is uh, I Miss You by Blink 182. Okay. That song put me into tears, I swear, in the middle of Fourth of July fireworks. <laughs> I mean, that song, I don't know, it just so gets me. And then, of course, I had to throw Oasis in because we're talking about the 90s. And, you know, they have a song called Sad Song, which really is a sad Sing a sad song in a lonely place. Try to put a word in for me. Yeah, so that's it's the one that I listen to. Well, that's a sweet transition. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one I listened to because I knew that was one of the ones you were going to talk about. And I thought it was pretty straightforward because it says sad song in it. Yeah. So that has some of the things that we are talking about. Like the lyrics are pretty straightforwardly. They're at least like melancholy, I guess. 
I don't know. They're not like extremely sad, um, in my opinion. But also, it is in a minor key, so the tonality is minor, which means um, that the notes they use, they knew that for people who are listening, um, who are part of their culture, who like experience minor keys. Oh my gosh, Bean! Bean is like literally. Bean, I was just following a big important point. I was just literally. The phone was at my ear. Come on, Bean. Ah, okay, what is happening? Is she? <laughs> Bean, you're like torturing me. Okay, so my leg is asleep, and then she walked on my leg. Oh my goodness. So that's. That okay, anyway. It's like a bed of nails. Yeah, it literally. Opposite. You're the bed. Exactly. Now you know how the bed of nails feels. <laughs> Okay. Um, anyway, so they wrote in a minor. Minor, minor. Yeah, they wrote in a minor cultural experience. Exactly. So, Bean. Oh my God! Stop walking on my leg. (laughs) So they wrote in a minor key because, in their experience, minor keys are sad, and they knew that their culture, the people listening to their music too, would have the same experience and would relate that um, with their music because that's something that tonality isn't the same in every culture. It doesn't have the same meaning. But in our culture, oftentimes minor keys are sad in sad songs. And we've learned that they're sad because we hear a lot of music with sad lyrics over and over, or we'll like watch movies and they'll use a minor key in the sad part of the movie with the movie score. So that kind of cultural context is needed to know the tone of the song beyond just like the lyrics. So the sad Sweet. songs, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Thank you for leaning into the cultural context. That's really important. I didn't know, I don't know a lot of this stuff. So thank you. Yeah. So for us, I think in general, when I hear minor key stuff, I'm like, oh, this is sad. Or this is at least like, has some like emotional sort of heaviness. And that kind of just developed over time. And not every sad song uses minor keys or not every sad piece of music does. But it's just something that like, helps clue us in. Because even if you don't think you know that much about music you still have like experience listening to music of your in like of your culture your whole life so you do are clued into a lot of stuff that i think you don't even realize mom <laughs> yeah i'm sure most yeah most, so most of what's going on in my head i'm sure i don't realize <laughs> yeah sure. so sure. i think all those sad songs you brought up are like good examples Obviously, especially because they resonate with you. So, like, I think it's also really an, uh, um, a subjective experience. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think uh, most artists will give me that, you know, will give, let, let it be a subjective experience for us because, um, as we've said before, you know, once you make your art and put it out in the world, it's part mine now, and I get to do what I want with it, so. mm-hmm. Even if all I am is a fan. Yeah. I believe that. I'm, I've been pretty into that lately. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to tell you, too, about, like, one of the sad songs from, like, classical music, Western art music history. There's a song called Flow My Tears. It's, like, this very iconically sad song. It's It's a lute song, which is, like, this type of song that in the... 16th century so that's the 1500s it's this type of song that people did a lot where it was like with a lute and a singer and that's why they were called lute what's songs. a lute like a guitar or a flute? it's it sounds like a flute i know it does sound like flute the word but it is it's more like a guitar but it actually isn't um 
It's not like an ancestor of the guitar or anything. Like lutes and guitars existed at the same time. Interesting. Yeah, so um, it's just like a different instrument, but you still play it by plucking the strings. Cool. Maybe I'll look up a video of it. Yeah. Um, and Flow My Tears was this sad song that, like, this one guy wrote named John Dowland. And he just, like, like everyone thought this was the saddest song that ever existed in the world. Like, everyone, not everyone, I guess, but, everyone, like, the people who were in on his type of music and were into lute songs, they just thought this was such a sad song. And they rearranged it in so many ways. It had this whole, like... It had this whole life of its own where people would play it on a lot of different instruments and they would like use the melody and different things just to make you know that it's sad. And the way that he made that song sad, which is another way that some that goes with like kind of things we have been talking about. He made the lyrics match the music. So the song is called Flow My Tears. And it opens with flow my tears. So that like the notes go down. Da 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 da. So it's like the tears are falling down. Flow my tears fall from your springs. Exiled yeah so he that's another thing that sometimes composers do is they could make like the tune which you were talking about go with how the words like what the words are talking about so multi-dimensional yeah exactly so i wanted to bring that that up how do they get that stuff in your head without you knowing you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah exactly they have the they can manipulate your emotions and i guess i'll say to like that while we're on this little classical um interlude thing um i wanted to talk about that example because it's like i think a pretty straightforward example of that technique and also because everyone thought it was really sad at the time which was like 500 years ago And still, people sing that song and they think it's so sad, especially like me, because I learned a lot about classical music and I know about the music. I've heard a lot of the music from that same time period, even though I wasn't like alive then, I still have that like context sort of, that cultural Mm -hmm. context to hear how sad it is. And another thing I'll talk about just to sum up is that people have been concerned with music manipulating your moods for a really long time. What do you mean by concerned? Like it's a bad thing? Yes. Concerned. Yeah, people have been concerned oh. about it. So, like, in um, ancient... Like, they're encro- encroaching on my uh, emotional freedom. They're trying to control my uh, emotions when... Like that? Like you Sort of. What, like, what is that? So, what, what people have been concerned about is that it would, like lead people to feel certain things kind of intensely like wait jules it's in ancient greece right that they had they were concerned about the modes plato's republic thank you (laughs) jules is helping me remember (laughs) okay so like for example in plato's republic so that's in ancient greece he talked about how different music so they had modes it's a different way to talk about tonality They had different modes than we have now. So they talked about tonality and how some different tonalities would, like, 
make soldiers feel extra angry or it would be bad for a soldier to listen to because it would make them feel too like sad and mopey or stuff like that so they were worried that different types of music would make people feel a certain way and then they wouldn't be as good as like part of their job or like part of how they're supposed to be acting in society and we've seen that come up a lot of times with also just like it being more proper for people of different social standings to play certain instruments because of how it might make them feel or act. Or like more recently, we've had censorship of different music if people are afraid it's like too sexy or too whatever <laughs> for the people mm -hmm. who are listening to it. So that's kind of what I mean. If people have been concerned with how music makes you feel for a really long time. But I think that's kind of the point of it. I mean, for me, mm -hmm. I I'm super entertained by it too. But there's a lot of things about it but I, I think that's like the good part about it yeah me too I like that it like connects people people's emotions with their music and then maybe that'll connect to someone else and like you can bond over liking a certain song and like it can mean something to part of your life and stuff like that I like that too yeah and I think people are fooling themselves if they think they have so much control over their emotions anyway <laughs> yeah so so you might as well just let this stuff flow in and out, see what they've got to say. And I think all day long everyone's trying to manipulate our emotions. Isn't that just like part of modern society? Mm, yeah, they are. They're trying to get in our heads, make us buy their I'm stuff. They're trying to get in our heads, in our wallets, in our pants. It's just <laughs> deep. I don't know. Music is getting kind of heavy. Talk and what's next oh. time you did a little teaser and then I, I interrupted you, so you might have to switch the editing order. Oh, again. next time is going to be the songs of the summer. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're going to get input from people on the street. People on the street. We're gonna what do is your song of summer? If you would like to uh, drop it in our Instagram comments, that would be awesome, too. Music with Mom podcast on Instagram. Just want to know, uh, what are you listening to this summer? Should I already give mine? No, so don't give yours yet. Oh, no. oh, uh, <laughs> All right. Okay, we gotta save Orange it for County, a secret. An Orange County fan. Okay, Mom, Orange. stop, Mom. You're spoiling it. And we gotta leave them wanting more. Mom, we gotta leave them wanting more. Come on, this is showbiz. It's kind of political again. Okay. <laughs> Rage. I'm just saying that one word. Okay. <laughs> okay, we will figure out the rest. Sorry, I'm such a blurter. I don't think blurters are good for the radio or for podcasts. Look, I'll just edit it. <laughs> oh, well. It's okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next one. Thank you. Have a great summer. Bye. Bye. Okay, we did it.